What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Devin, and welcome to another episode of I Stopped Drinking, So I Started a Podcast. Today, I'm going to try to keep it a buck, and it's probably going to be a lot of cussing. But I want to talk about the shit that's going on in Canada. A lot of you don't know that I moved here in 2007, and when I moved here in 2007, it was a vastly different country. At the time I moved here, there was a prime minister by the name of Stephen Harper. Now, Stephen Harper was a conservative, but he was more or less of a centrist. He focused on the economy. He thought that a healthy economy equaled a healthy country. And because of this, the country flourished. Because of this, you know, people made a lot of money. They were able to support their families. Housing was still relatively affordable. But people had a problem with him. They thought he was somewhat of a bush light. He was a little too too tough, a little too uh, maybe out of touch is what I gathered from what a lot of people were saying. So people wanted to go a different route. And a little bit later on, there was a man named Justin Trudeau that was elected prime minister of Canada. Now, I will say this. Um, I never really kept up with politics uh, a lot, but there was always this um, overwhelming sentiment of distaste for him, dislike for him. A lot of people thought that he was taking Canada um, in the wrong direction. And I guess... Maybe just through through life, I didn't really pay attention to the political process. I <clears throat> I didn't become a citizen until 2016, so um, I really didn't pay attention. It didn't. I couldn't vote, so um, me really taking a political stance one way or another seemed, seemed like a, a, a moot position for me to take. But when COVID hit, things were really amplified. And you could see how big of a a charlatan that Justin Trudeau is. The man is playing a role. You can tell in the way he talks, the way he tries to enunciate, the way he tries to speak dramatically. He's playing a fucking part. And he should not be, and he is completely 100% unfit to run anything, let alone a country. When COVID hit, I will admit, I've admitted before, I took precaution, I wore my mask, I distanced, I stayed away from certain activities. It was cool. I think we all kind of um, fell into the COVID trap in the beginning. But as it's gone on, we have increasingly seen that this motherfucker, he he can't do shit but say follow the science. He can't formulate any commonsensical way of moving forward, navigating this new world that we have because COVID pandemic is done. It's endemic. And instead of telling people to get vaccinated, instead of telling people to stay inside their house, instead of telling people to trust the science, you were supposed to formulate a plan. You were supposed to formulate a plan that's going to bring Canadians out of it. 
How do Canadian children go back to school? How do people go back to work? How do people continue to make a living when they've been losing for the past two years? And to make matters worse, he has allowed inflation to cripple Canadians. To fucking cripple. Our gas prices have gone up over a dollar a liter in the last year. Food prices have gone up 40, 50, 60% in the last year while the quality deteriorates. Two years ago, the food was half as much and twice as good. Now you're getting leftover shit that's been sitting on trucks for weeks. There is no direction. Where do we go? How do people survive from this point? For me, my wife and I, we're lucky. We both have jobs. We both have a little bit of a cushion in case things really hit the fan. But what about the other, the average people? What about the guy who, who is the, the head and lead provider of his household? He has two or three kids. It's a single income. How does he survive paying a dollar eighty to a liter at the pump? How does he survive paying eight dollars a fucking pound for chicken breast? Rising utility costs, rising insurance costs, rising house costs. Interest rates are going up. We are fucking being driven into the ground by someone who wants to play dictator. Because the more and more that I watch him speak, it's not about Canadians. It's about him. It's about rule of law. He is, has driven the idea into his head that he is supreme leader and that he should be followed without question. Just do as I say. Just keep rolling with it. And that does nothing for the everyman. The everyday citizen requires some type of explanation. We're going in this direction. Why? Where is it leading us? Because it's not benefiting us. It's benefiting you. Because let's, let's, let's be 100. Let's keep it a buck. Justin Trudeau's net worth has gone up significantly since the pandemic. That's why he wants you fucking jabbed up. I'm not an anti-vaccination. But when someone is telling me, you got to get vaccinated, you got to get boosted. Someone is you trying to sell me some bullshit. Despite the evidence that's coming out against these vaccines. The, he has doubled down. His administration has doubled down. And I'll tell you, I live in Windsor. I was not for the truckers protest. I was for their right to protest. But the protest impacted my life to a degree where it became hard to kind of empathize with the truckers. I had to go... And I had to start moving in different ways that made me uncomfortable. So I was like, mm, not really feeling this one. But they had a fucking point. 
They were going somewhere with it. They may not have been as organized as they should have been. But they had a point. And they had a vision. And they were seeing things that they didn't like. And the rest of us who were kind of impartial to it. We didn't do them any any real justice. We should have been down there with them. We should have been more unified against this shit. Because at this point, it's soft tyranny. Give it a year. Because when the mouth start hurting and this heat stop working, I'm going to grab my I'm going to rob me a person. Like, that's real. People are going to start tooling up and fucking doing what they need to do to get by. And you can call it lack of ambition. You can call it whatever you want, but everybody in this world can't be doctors. Everybody in this world can't be lawyers. Everybody in this world can't be engineers. There are people that we need in blue collar positions. And where is their representation? Where is their love? Where is their reprieve? Where is their safety net? Because that's who all this shit is hurting. Somebody having to pay a buck more at the, at the, the the pump to fill up their Range Rover, eh, it's a it's a it's a minor inconvenience. Somebody who's shopping at Metro or Fortino's or an upscale grocery store, they don't give a fuck. They've been paying top dollar for for groceries for as long as they can remember. It doesn't bother them one bit. But the person making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, it's fucking them. How do you feed growing kids? How do you pay 200 bucks a week at the pump? How? You got somebody making $1,000 a week and they're spending $200 out of their paycheck just on gas. Windsor down here, Windsor is a border town. <clears throat> When I moved here, rent was five, six hundred dollars a month. Those same units now are renting for two thousand dollars a month. Fifteen hundred dollars a month. For throwaway shit. We ain't talking about <clears throat> deluxe apartments in the sky. We talking about 50, 60, 70 year old apartment buildings. How how is somebody going to afford to pay that? And why is the government not doing anything about it? Why is the government allowing its citizens to be fist fucked without anything? Not even, they, they just disappear. They, they're not saying anything. They just fucking, they go on vacation or they don't show up to work or they just go straight radio silence just to avoid the very questions that they signed up to answer. Nobody told you you had to be a politician. But if you're going to be a politician, you better have some nuts because not everyone is going to be happy about what you do. And if everybody is unhappy about what you do, then the manly thing, the mature thing will be to step down. You're not cut for it. 
and the people require something that you're unable to provide, which is unbiased leadership. Now, I don't care what platform you use to get there, but when you get there, you better fucking do something with it. You better put your ears to the ground and you better listen to the foot and the beat of the people. Because people are getting fed up and they're mobilizing. And now we are phase two, I believe, of um, reopening. So that means capacity limits and all that shit is all done. And they're going to keep analyzing the science. And in a couple weeks, masks go off. And if masks go off and case counts go up and they start shutting shit down again, it's going to be a problem. Because even people who were naive, even people who chose to be supportive, they're going to be fed up. At least I hope they will be. At least I hope they will be tired of being slapped around. There's a generation of people who are literally waiting for their parents to die so they can own a home. Who can afford a $300,000 down payment? Not unless you've been saving money your whole life and you have your parents to help you. <clears throat> if I hadn't bought our house, if we hadn't bought our house when we did, we'd be up to our eyeballs in rent in a substandard apartment somewhere or living in somebody else's house. This is not sustainable. This is not how countries are, not not Canada. See, and this isn't this isn't the states like. I could go across the border and I can find some place to live. It, it isn't as as dire as it is here. Yeah, gas is creeping up four dollars a gallon, but we're paying seven. How sustainable is that? And it's going to continue to go up. And when we get hit with the carbon tax in two weeks. It's going to go up even more. How do you expect people to survive with this in this climate? Now, I understand, like, people hated Trump. There are people who would never, they wouldn't piss on Trump if he was on fire. But one thing they respect about him is that he loves his country. And he puts America first. Why is that so hard here? Why are we giving away money to everybody? Providing refuge for everyone. Where's, where is our refuge? Where is the money that we've earned? I know plenty of people, plenty of people who just pour taxes into the into the country and they don't get shit out of it. Nothing. But yet you just open your doors up and you let people in and you and you pull out the red carpet. Ukraine is at war right now with Russia. That sucks. And I feel bad for the people there. But why are you giving money to them? 
when people here need it, people who have paid into the system. Why are they encouraging mass immigration? Who's going to pay for that? The people here on top of the shit that they are drowning under. The liberal government, they want to bring in one million refugees, one million immigrants, all in their fucking pocket. Because you know what? You give me a crib when I had shit, I will vote for you. But what about us? When my, when my parents, my, my in-laws, excuse me, when they moved here, they moved here under refugee status. They had to pay back every fucking dime. They didn't get a downtown Toronto apartment. They didn't get triple fat goose. They didn't get roots and North Face or whatever it's called. They had to come here and they had to scrape and get it out the mud. They weren't giving jack shit. But this government wants to give Canada away. Justin Trudeau has aspirations of being his real father. And I don't care what anyone says. Pierre Trudeau is not his real father. His real father is Fidel Castro. And you can call me a conspiracy person all you want to. I'm really not. But his actions, I mean, that has to be some genetic shit right there. Just the desire for overwhelming power. And now that they've teamed up with the NDP, they've, they've created this quote-unquote super team against anything rational. Anything Canadian. Anything about the every man and woman that is the lifeblood of this country. Yeah, rich people, they may pay the lion's share of taxes, but God damn it, they are not the heartbeat of a country. And if you destroy the middle class, which is what they're doing, then you're left with nothing. You need a strong middle class. That is the majority of your country. Those are the people who make it work. The factory workers, the welders, the pipe fitters, the people who 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 lay your roads down, the people who stock your groceries, the people who drive your groceries from factory, from farm to table. Those are your people. Those are the people who you need to be looking out for. Because when all else fails, those are the people who look out for you. Those are the people going to other countries and fighting on behalf of Canada. Ain't no rich motherfucker sending a kid to war. Peacekeeping missions. It's the middle class and the poor people. Where is their respect? And you better start giving it because motherfuckers are sure as hell going to take it one day. And that's the last thing you want. The people in the shit. 
You can keep trying to fuck around. You're going to find out. This has to change. And I fear that it's going to take something extremely drastic. So over the next couple of years, I'm going to try to do as much as I can to educate myself about the political process here. And I'm going to get out and I'm going to vote. I'm going to learn everything that I can so that I can vote responsibly, uh, not only for myself, but for the other people in this country that deserve an educated vote, a well-intentioned vote. And we can start getting this motherfucker out of here. Thank you for joining me. Peace.